0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: With the first pick
0: in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups.
1: 10,000.
0: 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to a holy shit edition of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, what a day of NBA news. We're recording this on a Thursday evening. Dude, and, crazy, um, yeah. It's nuts. It's, uh,
1: well, maybe not the, maybe a little bit of a tough day around the country, but like a really good day to be a fan of the NBA. It's, uh, this is why they say the season is more exciting than the onseason.
0: Yeah, this is. The, so basically what we're going to do here, guys, we're going to do two parts of the podcast. We're going to do part one, which is Timberwolves focused, and we're going to record this on a Thursday night. And this will be released tonight or tomorrow morning. And then we're going to do a part two, because like even if we recorded a <laughs> podcast right now about the NBA news, I don't, I think we'd be like four hours be behind. Yeah. yeah, there's been Kevin Durant news. There's been Jalen Brunson news, DeJounte Murray news. Kyrie Irving news. The John Wall news seems late, so we're gonna dive all. And into all that. the news
1: is connected. It really is, is. but hopefully by tomorrow morning we'll like know more, so we can we can have kind of a slightly more intelligent conversation
0: about it. But yeah, let's talk some wolves. Uh, let's talk wolves. Okay, so big news from the wolves this week. Um, they signed Teren Prince to a two-year, sixteen million dollar deal. Why this is important? John Krasinski reported. Um, has to do with the bird rights. If they would have waited for Prince to become a free agent, they would have lost those rights. Yep. So basically, they wouldn't have been able to fill his cap space. The only person that can fill his cap space is him. So, um, actually, a pretty smart move because they still have their mid level yep. um, move. But um, overall, what'd, what'd you think of the move?
1: Love it. I, I don't see any reason why you would not do this. You know, like I feel like we've been saying for weeks that kind of Torrey Prince is a guy you can play in the playoffs. He showed that he was a really important veteran like around in the locker room for the team. He can do a little bit of everything. He can rebound. He can shoot threes. You know, he's not a star, but I, I just, I don't know why you wouldn't bring him back. You know, there's just like no reason not to do it. And I'm glad they didn't overthink it. You know? Yeah. Like, sure. Could you have kind of maybe got him for slightly cheaper? Like maybe, but this is a good deal. There's there's nothing wrong with spending this kind of money on a productive veteran. Like we've seen how expensive some of these NBA contracts can be. And we'll talk about that tomorrow, but like the talent gap between Prince, you know, on his money that he's making and like the amount of money that people who are slightly better than him make is like pretty extreme. And, you know, or sorry, the money gap. That's what I mean is, is, is really extreme. Um, between like if you look at what the wolves are playing torian prince for what he does for the team compared to what some teams are paying people for what they do for the team like he's a real value um so i i love it i don't know i thought i think you loved it too
0: yeah yeah i thought um like i i thought it was a pretty good move um last year he played in 70 games uh 17 minutes per game shot 38 percent from the three-point line averaged seven points two and a half rebounds um And I think Jace Frederick, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he tweeted it out saying that, like, I think, like, what Terrain Prince means to the team is, like, a leader and, like, a guy that does the small things. Yeah. Probably doesn't really tell the whole story of, like, where he is as a a player. Right. Um, Like, like what he does on the
1: floor is not the biggest, even the biggest way he contributes.
0: Yeah, like, the stats don't tell the whole story. Um, And I think with the cap going up, like, $8 million, certainly it's... That's uh, that's a price, I guess. Um, but you know, that's that, that's how it. The, the, I mean, the, doing business. Yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is too. Well, like, a you're able to like fill that salary gap because the, the Timberwolves won't go into the luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are over the cap, and they they project to be. But I think they're still like 20 million away from having to pay in. Um, and you know, I think like the big thing was like, well, what does this mean for minutes for somebody like Jalen Noel or some of those younger guys? Um, and the nice thing is like Jalen and well's on a rookie deal. Yeah. And like when, when you have guys that over achieve and they're young, then you're able to make these moves. Um, and you know, obviously like, I'm not saying Tareen Prince is a guy that's playing 25 minutes a game and, um, you know, like in all actuality for a winning team, he should be exactly what he was last year. He right. should I be mean, yeah. the third guy off the bench. And, but a guy that you can like plug and play in big moments.
1: I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, what will it mean for Jalen Noel's minutes? Nothing. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You know, like, if Jalen Noel goes out there and, like, earns a bunch of minutes, he'll get them. Um, I don't think that, like, this is the kind of money where, like, ownership is telling you, oh, you have to play Torian Prince 30 minutes. You know, like, that's not the situation. The Wolves, like, recognize his value to the team. They paid him accordingly. If it comes that he will have to give minutes up to, like, a younger player or a player who's playing better, I mean, it happened last year. He was a professional about it. He wasn't playing for parts of the season. Um, he'll continue to be a professional about it. And the Wolves are taking care of him. And he's a good locker room leader for them. And they'll continue to kind of show that they appreciate him. And it'll all be fine. You know, I, I just, I, I really just never really buy the idea that like signing good professional veterans is going to hurt your young players. Like if you go out and you get a guy who demands the ball for half an hour every game and you're trying to develop like a young star. I get it, but that's, that does not extend to this situation.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. And like, we've talked about this before, like sometimes those $8 million deals are good because they are trade sweeteners and
1: super movable.
0: Suddenly you have like this year, you have a D'Angelo Russell and you have a Patrick Beverly with expiring contracts. And next year you have an $8 million slot that's expiring. Yep. Um, all right, next on the, the list, but yeah, overall I think we both like this for what it is. Um, yeah, I mean I don't want to
1: yeah, I don't want to make it sound like it's like this big deal, but I just like was surprised to see some people on Twitter being like, Why are you doing this? What are you talking
0: about? Yeah, just it's like, a, like whatever. Well, what yeah, what was the deal supposed to be? Like a two year six million? Like what right? Yeah, like, I what's I the know. number? Yeah, exactly. Um, so some rumors. Um, Timberwolves are rumored to be sniffing around PJ Tucker, who mm-hmm. played for the Heat last year. Um, but there's been some reports that he's heading to Philadelphia with, um, it sounds like th- that's the thing. Like I put these show notes together and it's like, by the time we actually talk about them, right, yep. um, it's like a bunch of stuff has happened, well, just um, fresh Twitter quickly, right? right? <laughs> like just like, okay, what is, uh, what is, uh, saying? Um, but some of the names in K- John Krasinski's, uh, piece today, um, kind of the, the guys that we'd probably expect JaVale McGee. Isaiah Hartenstein, um, Otto Porter Jr., which might be a bit of a surprise, Bobby Portis, which I think would be big, Tyus mm-hmm. Jones, who I think we both really like, Malik Monk, um, who it sounds like he's going to sign with um, Sacramento, Cody or Caleb Martin, um, Daniel House Jr. Um, I mean, it, it, it's so hard talking about like who the Wolves should go after because you and I talked about, oh my God, it'd be crazy if Tyus came back. yeah. Um, but it still all revolves around... D'Angelo Russell and what the Timberwolves do with him um, I tweeted yeah. out this week and man the the, the D'Angelo Russell Twitter they're,
1: they're out there man
0: they I, I, and I don't want to I don't want to say they don't understand basketball but it's really hard to have a conversation with them um, if, if you don't like D'Angelo Russell it means like you are the stupidest person ever to them and yeah. I just my, my question of that is how do you explain like a guy that's been on four teams in like five years and nobody really wants him? And I mean the front offices of the league should hire these guys. Yeah, like right. Like what no none of the smart jams across the league want him, but um right. But yeah, yeah the, the, the Timberwolves. They're yeah, they're I the, saw you get into some beef. Yeah, it's just I, I just don't really understand um the the lot and like my thing is, and I think we're both on the same page here, and I think most Timberwolves fans are. I'm not saying trade D'Angelo Russell for, um, like, I, I like, didn't, I, I'm gonna say, did Gall- Gallinari was just part of that hot right, trade, right, right, but like, I'm not saying like let's trade, him. yeah, let's exactly, say D'Angelo right, Russell know. for uh, a first round pick and Danilo Gallinari. It's like, no, and I, I don't want to like give up a first round pick to get it, a exactly. similar a- asset like we did with Wiggins. I'm saying like if you can get to a spot where you can trade Russell to a team that can absorb him um, without giving up a pick and you can get a rotational player back in the trade. And then you clear up cap space to make another move. Right. I think that's worth it. Um, but yeah, if you're tra- like, you're obviously better with D'Angelo Russell than you are without him. And that's, that's what I don't think people get They're like, You won't win 46 games without D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. No shit. Like I like well aware of that fact. Um, but can you put someone else in there and then exactly. clear up cap space in other areas? It's where... clearing up the
1: minutes in the cap space. Like, no, we're not going to pay to get rid of D'Lo. Like, it's it's not that kind of a situation. Um, and if, if everybody else around the league thinks that that's what kind of a situation it is, like, okay, we'll just hold Delo and walk into the next, you know, trade deadline with a massive expiring contract. You know, like, I don't know. They're just like, th- this D'Lo contract, I think people like, it's not a good contract you know but it does not feel like an albatross that can't be moved and also like i still think there are some teams around the league that could be sold on dlo like obviously like with what we're seeing with like the brunson to the Knicks thing that kind of uh hilarious pipe dream has probably come to an end but that the, there's go, there are going to be teams who will see dlo and say like we need somebody
0: who can create shots let's get but dlo doesn't it say something to you though like isn't doesn't it say something that like the Knicks and we were going to talk about this tomorrow, but we can talk about it now because I think it's relevant yeah. that the Knicks were willing to offload a shit ton of salary in order to get Jalen Brunson. But not once did we hear like they could be interested in D'Angelo Russell, yeah, right. who they could extend for less than the max after this year. Like, I think that for says sure. something. Absolutely. Like, no, I, the I mean, Knicks love it. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll disagree with
1: you. Like, I, I actually think the Wolves would be better without D'Lo. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that there are some, like, I think that the Wolves would be better with like a league average point guard than they would be with Um, D'Lo. I think like, I think that his, when he's in his kind of hero ball mode, I think him having the ball hurts the Wolves. And I would rather that not be the case. But I, but like, I can have that opinion and I can also not think that we have to pay to get rid of him. Like, it's not, that bad of a situation you know and i i kind of still think deal is getting traded i like i would be like personally i have no inside information
0: i would be surprised if he's on the roster come like october 1st i agree um and i think dane moore's been pretty vocal in saying that like there's more than a 50 percent chance that he's gone and i think you know twitter after tim Connolly and and chris finch were like oh yeah like we're not where we are without deal i know I, and it's like, like all these fans are like, well, why like,
1: publicly shit on your <laughs> ass. Right. If you're trying to trade, yeah. you'd have to be an idiot. But yeah, it's, it's I, like, I'm oh, with yeah. You. I saw that conversation you're having on Twitter and it's not to like crap on that guy, but it was just like, no, of course not. I know. And, and
0: like, I, and that's where it's like, I don't want to like trash on their own Twitter. player.
1: You know, it's just yeah. like bad business, but
0: I don't know. And if you that's get that's into like, and, and I do get the salary, right? Like point guards are paid a lot. And yeah, it sounds like Jalen Brunson's going to get paid 25 million and we'll see how this shakes up. But like, Point guards making more than D'Angelo Russell, like Stephen Curry, Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, Trey Young. Um, we can all agree on those. Russell Westbrook, and we hate that contract now, but at the time when he signed it, we were like, okay, that's fine. Um, Shai Gilgeous-Alexander, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, De'Aaron Fox, Jamal Murray, Chris Paul. Those all make sense to me as guys I'd that would get paid have more. Any of those guys, um, maybe not Russell Westbrook, but and then yeah, then you get true. to Russell, and then you get to guys like Kyle Lowry. Terry Rozier, Mike Conley, Malcolm Brogdon, which I think you can all loop kind of in that same like D'Angelo yeah. Russell area. Right. Yes. And then yeah. there's guys where they you, you know, they're they're cheaper and you wish you would have gotten them. It's Fred Van Vliet, Lonzo Ball, yeah. Marcus Smart. Um, and you kind of go from there like well, that's
1: the thing, right? It's like D'Lo plays and thinks like he's like is paid like a star and thinks he's a star. But he's really like in that Conley, Malcolm Brogdon kind of area you know like that's the core of the issue but like until he stops thinking that he's Damian Lillard or James Harden like he's not gonna be
0: a good what plus player and and I and I get like Brogdon has his injury history and like it seems like he's gonna get traded and we'll see where maybe Minnesota hopefully like I'd rather Brogdon than D'Lo right and I think it's easier to be like oh yeah like they get paid similar and it's like well kind of like D'Lo makes about a third more than Brogdon does like he makes eight million dollars more and it's like that's the difference of you signing taurine prince or not right like yep. that's a difference between you adding a depth piece to your team that's a difference between adding javel mcgee uh as a yeah. backup center right like so it's like i wouldn't i wouldn't like shit on that because in the in the playoffs like if the wolves had JaVale mcgee in against the grizzlies like that's a totally different series yep um so i yeah i mean whatever um, it like i don't know it, it, it'll yeah, it just is, be interesting is, what, yeah. what they do because I think like what they do in free agency really will depend on what they do with D'Angelo Russell. And yes. um, we'll see if he does get traded because if it's going to happen, it feels like it's going to happen this weekend. Um, could be an interesting one. Could be an interesting one. Um, we got about 10 minutes here. Um, let's hear go from through our
1: friends, our friends oh, over at DraftKings.
0: Yeah, that's, we want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings, um, download the DraftKings sports book app. Now, we don't have a read this week, but um, use the promo code TBPN. Um, there's baseball. There's a lot of baseball going on right now. We're yeah, in that like. The twins the, are. Uh, yeah, they suck. The no no bullpen for the twins, um, which is crazy. They just split a series against the Guardians. So wild. Um, and like the world's burning, but like somebody tweeted out something today saying they could be eleven games up had their yep. bullpen not yep. blown stuff and they're one game up. So, um, but that's part of it. Um, yeah, download the app now. Uh, we're in the purgatory between football, but um, trust me when August starts up, we'll there's will be oh, all there's there's best ball. And that's actually pretty fun. Those best I ball drafts. Best ball. They are fun. Um, let's get into some of the NBA news that we know of that are yeah. for for certain. So let's go through the, the Hawks traded for DeJounte Murray. I know there were some wolves rumors in there. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting one to me, but the, and, and yeah, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, the Hawks get DeJounte Murray, who they will pair alongside Trey Young. Um, both point guards, but totally different players. And the Spurs get Daniel Gallinari, which it sounds like he's going to get bought out. Uh, Boston seems like a team to watch. And here's the kicker. A 2023 first-round pick, which is from Charlotte. That's protected. But then we have a 2025 first-round pick, unprotected. A 2026 unprotected pick swap. And a 2027 first-round pick, unprotected, all from the Hawks. So the, uh, the, the um, Spurs taking a chance that in five years from now, the Hawks will not be very good, which good it's, chance. A good it's a good bet to make if you don't think DeJounte Murray's like a guy you want to build your team around when you're rebuilding, which I think they're probably right. Uh, thoughts on the move? Um, I kind of don't like it for either team, weirdly. Um,
1: well, okay, I'll start, start by saying this. I think like the Spurs got great value for DeJounte Murray. Like, I love DeJounte Murray. If I were the Wolves, I would not have paid this price. (laughs) You know? So, like, everybody's saying, like, the Wolves should have got DeJounte. Like, if this is what DeJounte Murray costs, no way. Like, count me out. Um, So, I guess the Spurs, I think, got good value. But at the same time, like, I don't think the Spurs with DeJounte Murray were going to be so good that they were going to, like, fall out of the lottery. So, I'm a little confused as to why you would move off this kind of ascendant star... Like he looked really good last year unless you like really think that last year was a fluke, which I don't think the Spurs actually think like, I think, I think the Spurs interpretation of this is probably like, we like this guy, but the, the value here is just like too much to pass on. And so I kind of get that. Although if I'm the Spurs, if I'm a Spurs fan right now, I'm like, shit, you know, like what the hell? Like, you know, he's, he was this like great kind of homegrown story. Like, why are you moving him? Um, so you better like really buckle up if you're the Spurs fans, if you're a Spurs fan, cause these next couple of years are gonna be freaking ugly. Um, on the Hawks side, it's like, I, I was listening to Zach Lowe talk about this before the deal happened. just kind of mm-hmm. as a possibility. And it's like, I like the two of them together. I, you know, but like, is this it? Like is this your team? It's like Trey Young and Dejounte Murray, and they're still trying to move John Collins, and that's and, the part to and me. That, Capella, and yeah. Capella, yeah, and that's the part to me that's so confusing. It's like you're not going to get back what you gave up to get Dejounte Murray moving Clint Capella and John Collins. It's not happening. So I don't know. Like, why not just keep John Collins and Clint Capella and see if you can actually win? Like, like what's the point to bringing in Dejounte Murray, kind of making yourself cash strapped and assets strapped, like kind of for a really long time, and then sending out your third and fourth best players. I I just like, don't understand the strategy. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and it's funny, right? Because so, all right, let's go team by team here. Yeah. Um, Spurs, you know, if if you're the Spurs and you're saying, you know, it's weird that pop's going to come back next year, which presumably for his last year, it is weird that his career is going to end with just coaching a bunch of young guys for a team that's tanking, but whatever. (laughs) Um, it is what it is. Um, they just added Brett Brown to the team, so maybe maybe he'll help console <laughs> he'll pop. Help with the tank. <laughs> yeah, right. Um if, and, you know, maybe the Spurs said, you know what, we do not want to trade DeJounte Murray, but we've gotten all these calls on him. And then they, maybe they say, Okay, the mark is three first round picks and two of them have to be unprotected or you know, whatever the right w- exactly. whatever the situation is. And then all of a sudden they say no to all these offers, nothing comes in, and then the Hawks are finally like, All right, yeah, here. Right, and you're like you shit. I know. Like, I, we don't want to, but like, yeah. you yeah, you know, the value like, is too good. I mean, that's I mean, like imagine, like, imagine like fantasy football, right? Like, you have Justin Jefferson, you're like, well, I don't want to give up just, and I'm, I'm not saying like that. The, the, the parallels here are not the same. Right, 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 But like, if it's like, oh, but you're gonna give me six of your next first round picks, right. you know, yeah. and, and um, I don't know chase Claypool. it's like i i don't want to and this feels like a bad move but like i almost have to like you're giving up way too much and like long term this is just like a stupid deal now
1: this is like what the the rockets got for harden you know like this
0: is like it's just ridiculous i don't know makes you think what the nets will get for durant which we'll talk about tomorrow exactly and then you look at the hawks and what's confusing about the hawks is they are the classic three for one team if there's if there's if there's a definition of a team that should Trade two or three players for one, it is the Hawks. They have guys like John Collins, Clint Capella, Kevin Herter, who are not necessarily overpaid, but they're paid enough where you can get like put them in packages like Gallinari, Bogdanovich. Like yeah, yeah, they have yeah, all these yeah. guys. Yep. They're a clear team that has like the depth, but they don't have the star power. And it's it seems backwards to me that like they instead of combining those young players together for a trade, they just decided to. Like get rid of all their first round picks now they have like the worst of both worlds where they have all these guys still but then they have no first round picks and they're in a spot now where they're going to try to trade these guys presumably for mm-hmm. either like a another star which is smart or first round picks but like like you said you're not getting like you're not getting back an unprotected first round pick for john collins no like no. that's not happening
1: and, and you can't package john collins and clint capella to get a star because yeah those two guys can't play together which is like the problem
0: <laughs> and it's like so, already like and, like if you're are you getting a star for kevin herger and john collins no you have no. to add in a first round pick well guess what you don't have any <laughs> so you know who they probably could have gotten with all of this kevin durant <laughs> right, right like i'm serious yeah. like this is this is why you don't do this i don't know it's just like kind of dumb like you add in yeah all those first round picks and then it's like you say, I, it's like
1: so it's a cognitive dissonance it's like i love Dejounte murray I would not have wanted to trade him if I were the Spurs. I think it was, and I also think it was stupid for Atlanta to trade him. And I like understand why you couldn't turn a steal down. So it's just like, all right, do your thing, Atlanta. Enjoy being the eighth seed forever.
0: Oh, I know it is frustrating. Um, not for me, just for, yeah. For, yeah. For the basketball world. yeah. Um, okay. So we're, we're at our time for podcast one. You're probably listening to this hopefully on a Friday morning. Um, we'll have more news for you tomorrow, presumably. I want to talk about some some quick topics that we will hit on, and I'm sure there'll be more added to this list. We want to talk about uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and what's next for Brooklyn. I want to talk about John Wall going to the Clippers. Um, what's going on with DeAndre Ayton in Phoenix? That's, that's a big one for me, uh, which
1: might be tied to the KD thing now. I put that in the notes
0: before the KD thing happened. <laughs> Um, Jalen Brunson. Um, we kind of talked about that already, but it seems like the Mavs are out and it's officially the Knicks. Um, so I want to, maybe we can talk about that news. We missed on the pod since we started recording. Um, Jaron Jackson jr. Underwent surgery to repair a stress fracture in his foot. He's expected to be missed for four to six months. So what, what is it now? July, August, September, October, November, December. So that's, he's out for the first two months of the season that's a news dump Um, potentially
1: happens and then memphis right comes out with that that's a news dump
0: yep that's the grizzly saying Uh, okay um all right well sweet julian um i'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning Um, perfect we'll get some more stuff up and hopefully we get some more some more wolves news would be nice but um man nba free agency is so much fun old Um, for kd just completely (laughs) bonkers
1: all right talk to you tomorrow
0: all right later man